Welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast, where each week I answer your questions on all things mindset and manifestation. I'm obsessed with helping you create the life of your dreams. And in this podcast, I do my very best to guide you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope you love today's episode. Hi, and a great big warm welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast. This is episode 18, season two. I'm just sat here chuckling to myself because I'm on the last day for now of my detox. (laughs) Anyone who knows me personally, I'm just thinking about my friend Siobhan here. She's like, you're always on a detox, Sophie. Not strictly true, but I do like a detox. Anyway, um, today is the last day of my detox and actually if 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 Daniel listens to this or watches this then he will attest to the fact that I have like this crazy noisy tummy which I always used to think like maybe there was something wrong with me but I've come to realize or think or imagine and just don't tell me if it's wrong because this is working for me but actually I think this might be a positive thing in the fact that my my gut works really well and Oh, yeah, on that note, I wasn't going to share this, but it's come to mind. Um, but yeah, sorry, no. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is I'm sat here getting ready to record and my tummy is just gurgling away. So apologies in advance if there are any noises coming from that area of my body. Uh, <laughs> only there, nowhere else. Anyway, I'm going to stop on that topic. I'm going to get onto a topic that's even more dodgy to talk about. But yeah, it's my vibe. So I'm going at some point in March, which I'll probably share, <laughs> share more on this uh, for a for my very first colonic irrigation. I don't really know. Well, I do know why I'm going. I don't need to do this thing. I know some people go because they have problems or whatever. I don't have any specific issues. But A, I'm a weirdo and I like to try things out. I'm just one of those people. If you know my story, you'll know I've done lots of crazy things, particularly in the name of uh strengthening so what I'm looking for strengthening my connection with the divine that's not why I'm getting a colonic although uh, a lot of people talk about and I'm not expert on this in any way shape or form the connection between like our our gut and our emotions and so on and so forth and the woman I booked it with she did say on the website that some people like to go to kind of draw a line in the sand between old stuff and new so it could be somehow related anyway I don't know how I've gotten to talk about like, what are we? I, I don't actually going to see if there's a timer. There's not a time. I was going to say, like, two minutes in, three minutes in, and already I'm talking about blooming colonic irrigation. Anyway, um, yeah, that wasn't meant to be a behind the scenes, but it sort of kind of is. So I'll I'll let you know how that goes. I uh, just thought to myself how um, my son said to me, Vincent, over the weekend, I think it was, like, don't you hate it when like your chair makes a funny sound or your foot and it sounds like a fart and then you just can't replicate that sound. By the way, my ex-husband used to really find the word fart offensive and sort of deem it, put it in the same camp as a swear word, which I was really surprised at because to me, uh, it just, I, I don't find it offensive. And I know that we can find any word offensive. Again, I'm self-pieced here. Um, 
But yeah, do, do you? Are you in that camp? Let me know. All right, I am going to get to the topic at hand in a moment. Before that, I'm going to read out, I'm going to pick us a page from Love Notes like I always do. I might share a little bit more behind the scenes. Maybe you've had enough. I don't know. Let's see what I feel like doing. Then I'm going to talk all on this topic of flipping the script of reframing. You'll probably know that I, I finished the... Uh, launch on the pre-sale of my course that I've been just working my backside off on putting so much of my heart and soul into this called reframe so I've been it's something that is has been on my mind for a long time anyway because it relates to who I am and what I do but it's been even more prominent in terms of my thoughts these last weeks and so I'm really excited to share some of those thoughts some of my favorite reframes I can't remember I'm like have I done a podcast on this or something similar before I actually don't know I, I put out so much content in my defense your honor I have a lot of things going on in my life I'm 45 I'm at quote unquote that age where sometimes I do have these gonna say the the is it a swear word the brain fart thing going on but um yeah anyway I'm gonna share some super cool stuff with you today but before I get to that I'm gonna pick us a page from Netherlands. Let's see what comes up today. <sighs> Page 65. Let me love you. Let me hold you. Let me light up your darkest moments. This is my ever-present, omnipresent, eternal prayer. Let me love you. Let me hold you. Let me light up your darkest moments. This is my ever-present, omnipresent, eternal prayer. By the way, if you have love notes, tell me, because every time I write you or your in love notes, I put a capital Y. And I'd really like to know, A, if you noticed it, B, did you think she's crap at grammar? C, do you know why I did this? Because believe it or not, there is invariably method in my madness. Honest. Right. Oh, behind the scenes. So let me just say for now, these last two weeks have been a roller coaster. And I will share more on it, partly because um it's been a roller coaster, partly because of doing the launch of reframe on pre-sale. That was an idea, and I'll talk to this more. That in future. Um, in future, in the future. <laughs> That was an idea, an inspired idea, as I would refer to it, that came to me, I want to say it was like around Christmas time. And all of a sudden I was like, and, and like I said, I'll, I'll speak more to this in, in future episodes. It, it came to me like, whoa, I, I want to do this thing. And like wild horses just, is that the same? Wild horses can stop me? you know what I don't know if I'm saying that right but that thing um I was just champing at the bit do you know by the way it's not chomping at the bit it's champing I was saying this to Daniel the other day uh most of us think it's chomping and it isn't I I googled this a while back because I'm weird about words and stuff like that and it's not chomping it's champing and if you hear someone say champing and think that's weird they're actually saying it right anyway I was champing God, I'm pressed on my to remember my point then, I was champing at the bit to get this content out. And um, it happened really quickly. Uh, and so basically last week was 
was busy because I was getting the everything ready for the pre-sale and then managing that and then marketing it and looking after the kids and thinking about stuff to do with house move. By the way, that looks like it's going ahead at the end of the month, if you care, if you're at all invested. <laughs> it's like, I don't care, Sophie, shut up, just go on with helping me with, with my mindset and manifestation. Thanks very much. But if you care, um, it will be hopefully... All being well, end of Feb, possibly start of March. I don't know, but it, everything is going along nicely at the moment. And uh, it's funny because I was saying to someone earlier, energetically, I've already moved out of this house, of this home and into the flat, into that home. And I know that the physical always follows the energy and it's already done. So I'm just like wishing the new people that move into my home now all the best and hope that it gives them what they want and and kind of blessing it for them and also blessing the flat for me and and my kids and Daniel and his kids and any of you know my friends family whatever that come there um so it's interesting that I can feel this shift the same as I can feel a shift with with myself financially and I'll talk more about that again in future episodes so I've got something stuck in my tooth in case you think what are you doing the silly woman which will mean nothing if you're just listening so <laughs> for those of you that are watching on youtube so yeah I'll, i will update you on that but basically the last two weeks my behind the scenes have been a roller coaster and i will share more on this in the coming weeks because some of what was happening impacts uh relates to what's the right word yeah involves that's it other people and I don't have their permission to speak to it yet that's why I won't say more but there was a lot going on and it was this kind of emotional roller coaster and I, I will share on that in in uh yeah like I say in, in future episodes but it's been it's been a time I also want to say actually while I remember thank you so much to those of you who have joined reframe thank you to all of you thank you for listening thanks for being in my community all that stuff but Obviously, an extra special big thank you to those of you who kind of trusted me, who supported me, who are really involved in my journey and let you be involved in your journey in this way, because I appreciate you so much. And like sending out the mugs to you guys gives me so much joy, thinking that you are, you know, my words are going into your ears and what's come from my heart is reaching yours and impacting you I can't tell you how amazing that is so thank you anyway I'm going to shut up now because I'm just going on I'm going all Essex then didn't I? I want to shut up I'm going to shut up now because I'm going on and I want to get to the content if you're still with me thank you okay let's get to it so today I'm talking about reframing I'm talking about flipping the script Sometimes I think about this or similar as, as turning that frown upside down. Okay, like kicking yourself out of a negative perspective into a positive one, out of victim mode, often, if not ultimately, if not always, into victim mode. And not Victor Mildrew, for those of you that remember, what was that called? I can't remember the program that he was in. Remind me if you're listening or watching and you know uh what well, I want to say some mothers to have them it's not that but anyway you know what I mean if you're my age or older so because of getting the content content out for reframe as I said at the start I have been more focused on this idea of reframing and by the way something came to me this morning which is really cool 
that I haven't thought about for a while. But when I was training to be a hypnotherapist, we got taught that there's a part of the brain, and I think it's the conscious critical faculty, but I'm not sure if I've got this muddled up with another bit because it's a long time ago and I don't speak to this very often. But a part of the brain will say it's the conscious critical faculty that we got taught is kind of like you can think of it as your inner secretary okay and so when something is important to you when you want something this part of your brain your, it's in your subconscious will help you out with that and it and it and it aligns perfectly with how the universe works i've said this before but one of the things i love about the brain and neuroscience and hypnosis is that there's this dovetailing this parallel between what that says and what law of attraction says or the manifesting the more woo woo stuff so you can really in many respects think about the subconscious and the universe as being one and the same so I've been focused, which is, I think, what I'm doing the next episode on. What have I written here? Um, yeah, okay. I think, I think I'm going to talk about this in the next episode, but ignore that. I've been focused on kind of bringing more ease into my life. And so when I was out doing something this morning, I was like, ah, I need cat food. I don't need it like right now, but I'm going to need it soon. I can get this in the shop right next to where I am. Why don't I just nip in there now and get the cat food? And actually there's two kinds of cat food I need, like the soft food and the hard food. And I wasn't even thinking about the hard food. And I went in there and I saw the hard food too. And I bought those two things and it took me probably three or four or five minutes. I was already there, put it in the boot of my car, sorted. The reason I'm telling you this is because my conscious critical faculty that I'm not convinced it's that part of the brain but anyway whatever the the, the brain secretary it's in your subconscious space it's all you need to know reminded me Sophie you need these things and you're focused at the moment I'm focused at the moment on more how can I bring more ease into my life how can I be more efficient with my time with what I'm doing um and this is what happens when you make something important to you when you flag it your subconscious will help you with ideas you'll spot things oh yeah at the right time I need that cat food or whatever it might be this is the power of being calm and centered and focusing on what you want anyway I don't know if that made any sense but hopefully it did so reframe really the reason I did I called the course reframe is because it speaks to the power in in practicing this the power in becoming competent ultimately expert at flipping the script and I've said this before but for me this is my zone of genius like I know you can tell me something in an instant I can switch it up. I can say, what about seeing it like this? How about we view it in this way? Have you thought about it like this? And in one moment, in one instant, just cut through all the crap, get this person only when they're ready, because if you're not ready, I cannot help you. But get this person out of poor me, victim mode, this negative thing's happening, I'm stuck into, oh my God, yeah, I can do this. Uh, focusing in, in, a, in a different way mode. So I'm sharing some of my favorite reframes and examples of flipping the script. So yeah, the first thing I want to say, and I've spoke to this a bit already, but I had an experience a while back with someone who I was in relationship with and they were really upset about something and this, that and the other. And then and gone into into poor me victim mode. And whenever we're really sad or anxious, this naturally what happens. 
like an anxious person typically tends to be more selfish than someone who is calm a sad person same it's just what happens to all of us which is why looking after yourself tending to yourself taking care of yourself is ultimately equally selfish and selfless is the most selfless thing you can do because when you've tended to all your needs and your stuff you can show up fully for others so this person heard me really upset and that woke them up in that moment they were like whoa uh oh hang on what i'm doing how i'm being how i'm showing up is impacting this person and instead of like oh poor me this is happening to me i'm so sad it was oh poor them i've done this to them they're so sad how can i how can i help this person and i was having a conversation with a friend a while back that was similar where they were feeling sorry for themselves about something and like really down. I was like, have you thought about the other person in this? And they were like, no, I never realized that. And I was like, I think it'd be helpful for you to message that person. And I could feel this enormous shift in the, in fact, this happened in both these instances, in that person's energy. I've talked about this when I talk about when times are sucky. If you can make it about someone else, other than you, if you can flip it in that way, all of a sudden your whole demeanor and energy will shift. I remember actually um, when I was training years and years ago, the, the guy who ran the clinic, his wife did some training with us and she talked about how she was afraid of spiders. Uh, not alone, obviously, right? But she was with her grandkids, I think. I seem to remember they had a property in France. And one of the grandkids, or she was with two of them, I forget, doesn't matter, were frightened of spiders and there was a spider. Because she was more concerned with them than herself, she was able to deal with that spider without being afraid. Because it, it, it snapped her out of that victim, frightened, weak, pathetic, bleh, no one likes being in that mode, right? Mode. And into, this isn't about me. This isn't about me. I've spoken about this recently. Can't remember where, where it was. But that flipping of the script, maybe it was last week in my, um, well, did I talk about what to do when things suck last week? Can't remember. <laughs> There's a module on that in Reframe. So I might be thinking of that again. Confused again. But when you make it about someone else, something greater than you, again, you always benefit from this. Like if you think about the lady with the spider example, that showed her, geez, you have the capacity to be around this thing that you're frightened of and not be frightened. What a gift that is. And that came on the heels of, as a result of her focusing her energy and her love and her attention outside of her. It's always you who gains when you give from this place of love with a full open heart always 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 so this is a call and I want to share that actually came to me super recently and I talked about this I think on Instagram maybe somewhere else um so lots of us have or have had money worries and of course it's really common within that to have this kind of like fear when you're checking you know your bank balance your credit card statement uh, whatever else it might be, I can't think. And and maybe we don't want to check it. We're like, oh, if I don't look at it, it won't be there, which of course is rubbish. What I say is our soul, you're in a scrappy do, will face whatever and be like, yes, I can, I can do this. It's never afraid. And that's the power in facing stuff, which I talked about in a previous episode. And so 
I, I've been thinking about money a lot in the last however many months. I've talked about this before. I shared in the money mindset masterclass, can't remember what I called it. Um, done a meditation, an awesome meditation, by the way, in the members area. If you're in membership, listen to that. If you're not, then head to the website. You can sign up. Really, really helpful. Um, if you need help finding it, let me know. I can't remember which section it's in, but I've been focused on this and I've been manifesting this. And again, I'll speak more to how I'm getting on with this if you want me to, because if it if it helps you, if it gives some visibility, I'm really happy to do that, like how I've done this from the inside out. So I had this realization instead, or this reframe came to me rather, instead of, oh, I'm going to check my money, um, I've got to check my money, that kind of vibe and tension, thinking I'm going to treat it like I'm in a relationship with money. And when you're in a relationship with anyone, of course, you want it to be reciprocal. You're giving, they're giving. You're tending to them, they're tending to you. You're looking after them and vice versa. So, so I'm going to see this as I'm checking in on my money, like I would check in on someone that I love, that I care about. And I've made the shift. So now what I do every day when I look at my look at my business bank account and I look at my personal bank account, I'm like, I'm checking in. I'm looking after this thing, this, this let's just call it this entity. But you, it's helpful to imagine that it is like a, a person in your life that you are, you're doing your bit and it is able therefore to support you. You are loving it. You are appreciating it and letting it do the same for you. Exactly the same, like I say, as you would in a relationship. I think this is really freaking awesome and a powerful, simple, but powerful and potent flipping of the script. So that's a cool thing to do with money. And similarly, our flipping bodies. Okay, I have just this last month done a meditation called, I think it's called Love Your Body, but I can't remember, for again, for membership. And I speak to this in that meditation and in the blog post that I that I wrote attached to it, how we very commonly, particularly if our bodies don't look as we want them to look, or they don't behave, you know, because we're unwell in a way that we would want, we start to get frustrated with and hate on and blame our bodies. And here is a really powerful shift in perspective and reframe and flipping of the script to go through with your body is to start to understand that your body loves and adores you and is responding to you just like money is, just like people in your life are, just like the universe, the entire universe is. So instead of asking, well, why is it doing this? Why is it doing this to me? It's like, why is it showing this to me? Like, what, what have I, what have I done that it is now responding to? And as I record this, I said earlier, I'm a 45 year old woman. I was, you know, say this a lot. I'm like half of 90. I can't believe that. But I'm definitely in that perimenopausal phase, stage of life. And what I've seen with women in this kind of phase, particularly, I don't work so much with men. And obviously, I'm not a man. So <laughs> breaking news. Um, <laughs> I, I, I understand more about the female perspective on this. But I remember years ago, and I talked about this in my Musings on Menopause podcast episode, Christiane Northrup said, this time of life is a breakdown to break through. And all of the stuff that we have been 
brushing under the rug for years that never served us, now is coming back not to bite us in the bum, although you can see it that way, but it, we're having an opportunity to drop those things that were never serving you and they particularly don't serve you now. And your loyal, loving body has been plodding along, doing the best it can with, you know, there's, there's sometimes junk food and stuff that we cram in our mouths and we don't eat and we do all these different things and we drink alcohol and we get to bed later than is healthy for us. Like your body, instead of like we say, you know, I've got a bad knee or a bad back, which yeah, it's just a word, but words have an impact, okay? That's why I'm so... <laughs> tough on people in my sessions when they're using unhelpful words that like your back's not bad your knee's not bad it loves you it is innately and inherently what you'd more accurately call good and responsive so it's like not why is this happening to me why is this doing this to me it's like what is it showing you what is it mirroring how can you love on yourself more love on your body more love on that part of your body that is causing you an issue. So that reframe, again, is uber helpful and powerful. It's not like your body is, is bad or doing stuff to try and get in your way. And look, I know how this goes. When I was growing up, I really detested how I looked. I also used to, I've talked about this before, I think, the thing that was the bane of my life, and actually I will do a podcast episode on this, I'm just thinking, because I think that'd be helpful, was that I used to blush really easily. And this caused me so much heartache, I can't even begin to tell you. I Googled, do you know that you can get an operation where you cut some, I want to say vein, I don't know what it is, that stops you from blushing. And people have this operation, you have that chronic blushing, because it is so debilitating. And partly because of this, I was actually suicidal. So my point is, I know how it is to hate your body and to feel trapped in it. A, I've had it because of how I looked, because of how it responded, and because I have something called Hashimoto's, really weird name, isn't it? Um, which is a basically an autoimmune disorder, disease, whatever it is, where your body attacks your, your thyroid. I, I've had all those things, you know, illness, um, discomfort uh not looking not liking not looking not liking how I how I look I get it okay I understand but I'm here to tell you there is there's a better way of approaching this a more loving way that ultimately will gift you will give you what you desire which is well I don't know but for me it's that sense of freedom and autonomy and knowing that your body responds to you and not the other way around your bank account responds to you and not vice versa the entire universe life itself responds to you and it's not ever the case of you having to wait for things to shift before you can feel better not true not helpful oh okay yeah the next one i've got to share is i'm just looking oh yeah i've got two more okay so the next one is i love this so much i was listening to a podcast by james wedmore i think it's called i don't know i can't remember business he i think i think one of i think is it business by design can't remember but james wedmore if you if you google that you'll find him and his podcast i really like him he's not someone i've listened to so much of his content but a, a fair bit and, and i really like his his, you can tell he he cares and I, I really like that. So he was talking in this one podcast about 
instead of like, this is what I want. I want to, you know, um, make $10 million because he's American in my business this year. Uh, I want this property. I want this, that, and the other. But it's like, ask instead, what is required of me? What do I need to do? Who do I need to become? And again, I talked about this in the embody module of reframe. So I'm kind of covering what I've covered in there. But what is required of me? Instead of, oh, where's my dream guy? When's he coming? Or when am I going to get pregnant? Or when are we going to find a house? Or when's my business going to take off? This, or these rather, this is not the, 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 the most helpful stance. These are not the right questions to be asking if you want to guide yourself to achieving those things, if you want to guide yourself to success. It's instead, who do I need to become? What do I need to embody? What is required of me? Uh, you can probably tell I'm passionate about this. You cannot overstate just how freaking helpful this is and, and potent and poignant. It's becoming the version of you. Like in terms of manifestation, this is golden. This is all powerful because like he said, okay, you want 10, $10 million a year business, whatever. If that was suddenly landed on your lap, how many customers do you need to bring in $10 million? Are you set up for that? Can you handle the emails? Can you handle the, the tech issues? No, you probably can't. Like if you want to become a parent, what's required of you? Are you still like, I don't know, partying too much? Uh, are you still like really worrying loads? These things, and let me tell you, some of you listening are already parents and you know this, but the thing that happens when you have a baby or babies is that those issues that you had before, like, I don't know, being disorganized, you're always late, um, you worry, you can kind of sort of kind of get away with them without kids, but they bring all those cracks out to play, so to speak. <laughs> that sounds really dodgy. But all the sort of things that are simmering bubble up and you're like oh my god and then often what happens is we blame the kid it's not them doing anything wrong they're just highlighting the stuff that we could get away with before so it's a great time to manage that get yourself ready is the thing ask what is required of me even if you want to have you want to have 10 million pounds we're back in the uk now back with sterling what is required if you are crap with money when you don't have much, do you think it's suddenly going to go away when you've got much? No, it will not. You'll just squander more. You'll just potentially get into more debt. So it's like, what is required of you to become a millionaire? What is required of you to become a parent? What is required of you to be in this deeply loving relationship? Get to work on that. Like that Teddy Roosevelt quote that I say all the time, do what you can with what you've got where you are. Focus on you. Stay in your own lane. Take, I can't remember, what, how do we say it? Take uh, something on your own side of the street. You know that thing, I'm totally butchering that. But you know what I mean? When we do this, there's such power in it because we we take our minds off, well, he's not doing this, that's not happening, the universe isn't bringing me this, life's unfair. Ugh, just that whole pants, freaking disempowering, give me the heebie-jeebies, yuck, victim mode sucks. Don't do it, my friend. Well, you can, it's okay, we all do it, but just don't stay there, please, please, please. So... Yeah, the final one I want to share, you if you've been with me more than a beat, you'll have heard me say this probably, but I'm freaking obsessed with this. When things suck, when you get told no, when you're rejected, 
when you don't get what you want, you don't get the thing that you want. Instead of why me, why this happen? Throwing your toys at the pram, spitting at your dummy. <laughs> What's the other one? Throw baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> why are they all like child and baby related? Anyway, I don't know. So we ask, how could this be the best thing to have happened? How could this be the best thing? So say, for example, tomorrow, my estate agent rings me and says, Sophie, the flat's falling through, la, 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 la. My mind's going to want to go, oh, I spent this money and I've invested, blah, 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 blah. True. Yes. Helpful. No. Instead, okay, this is what it is. I've got what I've got. We are where we are. How could this be the best thing to have happened? It stops you going into that sucky, unhelpful victim mode. And instead, lines you up with your inner wisdom, your higher self, your soul, God perspective. What could there be more than that that you want at any point in time, particularly when the proverbial has hit the fan? What an amazing, what a powerful reframe. I also feel like I do want to share just briefly before I go. And again, I talked about this in the Be the Love of Your Life module in reframe. And it's this thing that came through to me. I've talked about this before, I think, where... I was in that yearning mode and sort of saying to the divine, to God, like, where are you? I need you. And and the, the sort of the, the, the sense of the reply came, where are you? I need you. And this, like, every time I think about this, it's like, oh, it almost just takes my breath away because it is so just damning of that unhelpful, dweeby perspective of, oh, where are you? Because like I said before, Neville Goddard, I think it was said, when you remember your God, everything changes. And it's like, why are you crying for yourself? Why are you crying for losing something when you are everything, like you are the entire universe? And of course the mind doesn't get this, but on a deeper level, we all know this to be true. And it's tapping into that. Um, that for me is like the reframe to end all reframes, the, 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 the final flipping of the script, like just so powerful will really help to wake you up from this like poor poor me mode yeah amazing okay so did I say anything else no um the only other thing I want to say is that I will figure out the date soon but the actual launch by the way of reframe will be probably end of March start of April depends really on on when I on when I move so if you missed out on the pre-seller and you do want to get involved then uh, drop me a message and I'll put you on the wait list for that. Obviously, I'll let you know nearer the time. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Let me know what you think of these reframes. Let me know your favorite one. Let me know in questions. And share me a picture of where you are if you're listening, unless it's like in the bath, like my friend Sasha. Shout out to Sasha. <laughs> um, say hi, because I don't know who all of you lovely people are. I know some of you but I don't know who all of you are. So say hi to me, tell me what your key takeaway was and a share on social media with me tagged means everything, any contact does. As ever, thank you so much for listening slash watching. I'll be back next week. Yeah, sorry, I missed you last week, but I was really uh, focused on getting stuff out for, for that pre-sale launch of Reframe. And I kind of it needed a little bit of a minute for myself, but I'm back now. So thank you. I'll be back next week. And in the meantime, 
happy reframing, happy flipping of the script. And thank you so much. Lots of love.